It's the year 2010. Tade invited me to a party, her cousin's wedding if I remember correctly. I didn't really want to go, but what's the point of staying at home? You can't even trust that Nepa won't break your heart. Oh my bad, PHC had power holding indeed. It's a typical Lagos wedding. The band is playing loud high tempo music. Food and drinks are being served. I see Yoruba aunties already fighting the servers. It's a crazy atmosphere, yet the bride and groom are yet to arrive. Well, what do I expect? Wedding parties around here stopped being about the couple a long time ago. Tade told me the reception starts at 2pm, but I didn't show up till 3.15. Lagos weddings, they hardly ever start on time anyways. I sent her a text to tell her I had arrived, and as I look up from my phone trying to locate her, I see one man struggling with his beef. He looks like he is at war with the food, or maybe the food is at war with him. I was having an internal battle on whether or not to tell him, Oga, calm down. Is this your 2pm, Tade asks, as she jumps out from nowhere. She walks me to my table and fills me in on all the things that have happened since the reception started, in one hour. Not long after, she excuses herself. I had anticipated that she would be busy attending to people so I came prepared. It's her cousin's wedding after all. My phone battery was fully charged and I had a power bank in my bag in case this phone would try it. I stared into my phone hopelessly. I did everything, scanned through social media, responded to unreplied messages. I even deleted all photos from my gallery. I occasionally glanced across the room to see what was going on. I looked across the table for the umpteenth time, but in this case, I locked eyes with some guy sitting not very far from me. He winked. I quickly turned my eyes back on my phone screen. Dear God, why did I even agree to come? The bride and groom finally dance in and everyone joins them on the dance floor, but not me. Tade called my name as she danced past. I responded with a smile. As I took my eyes off her, I noticed the same guy staring at me. How rude. I feigned a smile, but he unfortunately takes it as an invitation to walk across the table to sit on the empty seat next to me. Hey, he says, visibly tipsy. Dude, the after party hasn't even started yet. I noticed you were alone and wanted to keep you company. Hope you don't mind. I mind. I really do mind, I thought. I think you're very hot. We should get to know each other better. We should. I wanted the ground to open up and swallow me then and there. He continued chatting about unimportant nothings, barely even letting me get any word in. Red flag. I looked up over his shoulder to see a group of ladies passing by my table on their way to the dance floor. I locked eyes with one. It was almost like she read my eyes and heard, save me. She immediately excused herself from her group of friends and walked towards my table. Baby girl, she yelled. How many years has it been? Before I could answer, she hugged me and pulled me away from my seat and I gladly followed her. Dancing with the couple suddenly looked like a fantastic idea. We connected almost immediately. Perhaps it was how quickly she understood my unspoken words that intrigued me the most. We walked around the party together like we had known each other for years. Ten years later, I'm the godmother to her beautiful daughter, Ashabi.